Goosebumps number 18, Monster Blood 2. He's one hungry hamster. It's back. Evan Ross can't stop thinking about Monster Blood and what happened last summer. It was so horrible, so terrifying. Too bad Evan's science teacher doesn't believe him. Now he's stuck cleaning out the hamster's cage as punishment for making up stories. Then Evan's friend Andy comes to town and things go from bad to worse. Because Andy's got a present for Evan. It's green and slimy and it's starting to grow. Listener beware, you're in for the scare. Welcome to Deadcast. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. I'm Daniel Montgomery, and we are just huge Goosebumps fans. This is the official Goosebumps podcast where we break down the books and the corresponding TV episodes, if there is one. We are making it official. That's We're right. We're official. Yes. Uh, we've gotten some great feedback. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening for all your comments. On iTunes, we got a sweet, sweet comment from, I don't know, PJ Neff. Hey, PJ. Who loves our sassiness, open-mindedness, and shocking approach. Wow, I'm shocked. Oh, PJ thinks we should be more sassy because that'll boost our ratings into and through outer space, honestly. Honestly, though? Guess we gotta crank up that sass. Also, hashtag Megs. This says, oh, she says it's her absolute favorite podcast and she can't get enough. Thanks, Megs. That makes me so happy. Love you, Megs. Thank you guys so much for commenting on, on iTunes and giving reviews. And then Every time you write a review, it, it pushes us up a little further on the iTunes Through list. Through outer space, honestly. So please, if you like what you hear, write a review. Or you can tweet us at my, mine is iRobotUJane and Daniel mine says... Is Danny Mac 769 I love retweeting. M-A-C-K-769. Yeah, and my, my iRobotUJane is a Buffy episode and it's I-R-O-B-O-T-Y-O-U-J-A-N-E Spelling. Yes. And then my Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. My Instagram is Danny Mac 769 <laughs> It was my AIM screen name oh, since way. middle school. I love responding Back to, to school queen. Mm-hmm. I love responding to people on Twitter and Instagram um, as much as I can. I do too. There's this one cutie I have an Instagram crush on named Joe Richards who we listened to our Ohana Mask episode recently. Oh, hey Joe. Hi Joe. What up? I love a good J name. Mm. They've always been my favorite. Same. So today we're going to be talking about Monster Blood Two. It's our first sequel. Our first shriekquel. Monster Blood, I guess, was such a huge hit that R.L. Stein's like, let's do it again. Was it? Was it, though? But I gotta be completely honest. We're gonna have so much fun and Megs get it ready for the sass. But, like, oh, Megs wasn't the one with the sass. PJ, PJ. Naff was with the sass. Sorry about that. Anyway, hi, guys. It must be the heat. I know. It's a million degrees in LA right now. Um, but, um, 
uh, Monster Blood is just straight up not my favorite, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Monster Blood uh, um, was so successful because it was in the era of Gak. Oh, yeah. You know, it was around the same, I think, around the same time as like Gak and Floam and Zand and, and Smud. Do you guys remember all that? New God, Smud. I... Smud never crumbles, never turns to crud. crud. New, New Smud. Nickelodeon Smud. Smud never crumbles, never turns to crud. Yes, yeah, Smud. Do you guys have Gak? Do you guys have pencil-scented Gak? See, I don't remember that. I do. Oh, I remember oh. slapping it around. Ooh, yeah. And I also remember playing with Gak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that, PJ? That's for you, PJ. Well, <laughs> I loved Gak. Remember the container that Gak came in? We were youngins. Here's the thing is, I'm kind of confused Real about Monster youngins. Blood a little bit because... Monster Blood's like opaque. It's not like green see-through jello, right? You know, it's never clearly said, but yeah. in in Monster Blood, there is that moment where it's rolling through the front yard and picks up the bully whose name I can't remember in that one now. Yeah. Uh, I want to call him Conan, but that's this book. Um, the bullies. And in, you can see through the Monster Blood, see them struggling. Oh, wow. Um, as they're being swallowed. Well, Monster so Blood, I guess we can kind of see through it? I guess so. The original series, the first 62, then we got into like Goosebumps 2000 and Goosebumps Harland, but the original series in the 62 books, uh, Monster Blood was the one with the most sequels. We get Monster Blood 2, Monster Blood 3, and Monster Blood 4. And the original 62 ends with Monster Blood 4. It does. And so... Well, I also think it was maybe potentially successful because when you look at Goosebumps, the actual title of Goosebumps, it's Monster Blood, right? Do you want to talk about... Speaking of that, do you want to talk about the cover of Monster Blood 2? Sure. Absolutely. Now, one of the iconic Goosebumps... Spokes monsters is Cuddles monsters is Cuddles the hamster. Yes, and the cover of this book is Cuddles, an angry looking hamster breaking out of his cage with monster blood straight dripping down the side of that desk or table. And the book is green. It's monster blood green. It is. It's yellow and green. Green. And it's back. I think of this book often when I think of of the way Goosebumps books end, which we'll get there eventually, but yeah. like final lines. I remember as a kid, and we'll get to the final line of this book, the, the the final line of this book, I don't know why, but it tickled me so much and I got so excited. This was one of those books when I was a little kid that I built it up in my head that it's this great book and one of my absolute favorites. Yes. But I will say, as I was saying to my friend by the pool yesterday, as I was finishing this book, it is hands down the worst one that we've read so far. You guys, it, it honestly is. It's it's the worst one we've read. So you know far. how when I reread when so I reread these when I was sixteen, I gave uh, grades in the back corner. I saw I, that you gave this one a D. I gave this one a D, and I stand by my man with my D. Oof, you guys, really, it, it's not great. It's not good. In fact, I was Joe. By the way, hi Joe. When I was telling him this yesterday, of the books we've we've read so far, of the top eight, is this Instagram crush Joe? No, this is Joe Gillette, not okay. Joe Richards. Hi Joe. Hi Joe's. <laughs> hi Joe's. Hi those, Joe. Joe. Love those J names. Um, I was saying how. The, what we've read so far as a whole, they're actually fantastic books, and You Can't Scare Me was really the only clunker for me so far. Mm-hmm. Monster Blood itself wasn't great, and you can't, you can't Scare Me was a disappointment. But the rest of them have either been really great or surprisingly better than I remember. Monster Blood's fun. I, yeah, the witch stuff is fun, but listen, there's there's a few kinds... There's 
there's more than two kinds of Goosebumps books, but standard, there's like your Goosebumps book that's like scary and interesting, and then there's ones that are like goofy and weird, and they're just weird for the sake of being weird. Yes. I think of How I Learned to Fly, My Best Friend's Invisible, and Chicken yes. Chicken, and Don't Go, Don't to, Go to, Sleep, to Sleep, where books where we're just throwing a bunch of ideas, and it's not really like a scary, lockdown, plot-driven kind of thing. Yes. And listen, I love Goosebumps books more than anything, or, or they're my favorite things ever, but this is the first one I feel like of the series that we're just throwing a bunch of weird stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. It's it's not scary. It's not scary, and there are, are plot holes you could drive boats through in this well, book. Let's get into let's it. Let's just then. get into it, you guys. So the book starts off with a dream, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, if you remember, our uh, our protagonist is Evan Ross, and also this book is not from first person; it's third person, which threw me it off. It always throws me off too. Yeah, because we've we've gotten so used to first person the last few books. I and wonder now, why that switches. I don't know. It's a good question. That's probably some dumb question I'd, I'd ask Robert Lawrence when we finally get to interview him. I'm sure he'd have an answer right away for you. I That's know why important, important stuff. So this book came out in April 1994. Wow. And again, we are dealing with our protagonist Evan Ross who uh, this book takes place not not too long after the original Monster Blood. He has now moved to Atlanta. Yes. Which in the first book, he was staying with his weird great aunt Catherine. While <laughs> <laughs> I re-listened to that episode, by the way. It's fun. It's a Monster really great Blood's episode. Fun. Yeah, See? Yeah. See? I think that's what we gave it. A C. A C. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, in Monster Blood, his parents were looking for a house in Atlanta, and now he has moved to Atlanta. That's right. He's the new kid, and apparently he has told all the kids at school about Monster Blood, and shockingly, no one believed him. This also starts off your book with a teacher who hates you or doesn't believe you kind of thing, which makes me think of Say Cheese and Die Again with Mr. Sour, Sourball. Yes, yes. It's um, so frustrating It to is. Me. This book is ex- exceedingly It's a frustrating, frustrating book. book. So it starts off with, uh, uh, you don't know it's a dream at first, of course, but there's a lot of fake out dreams. We know it is that Evan is trapped by his dog Trigger. If you remember in the first monster blood, Cocker Spaniel. Cocker Spaniel had eaten some monster blood and had grown real big. And in this, the book starts off in this dream where his Trigger, Trigger has cornered Evan in the living room and he's big as a pony. Eventually he's big as a horse. Oh no, no. He must have swallowed some monster blood. Oh. And basically. Surprising miracle substance. <laughs> Trigger basically grows and grows and corners him and licks him and it's gross. And the green grass grew all around, all around. <laughs> I don't know why that was just stuck in my head. I and, should have said blood instead of instead of grass. And he picks Evan up with his with his chompers and pull takes him to the backyard and starts to dig a hole and no. basically he's no. gonna bury Evan and it's like, oh no, this big old monster pony dog is gonna bury me. Help me. Help. Something that I, I wrote down when I was taking my notes reading this book is that R.L. Stein, in uh, two different sentences within two pages, describes Evan's hair as carrot colored. He loves those redheads. Yes, but he calls him a carrot top twice. And Evan starts screaming, no, please, please don't bury me. But it turns out he's just having a dream and he's in science class. Mr. Murphy's science class. Oh, and every, all the kids laugh because he's woken up from a dream like it's the <laughs> beginning of I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. That's exactly what I was thinking. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> Nice to see you find political science so stimulating, Mr. James. And 
Mr. Murphy is the science teacher. As Matthew mentioned, he does not like Evan. He's enormous, round, has big old chubby pink hands, and he is mean. And Evan says, I'm sorry, Mr. Murphy. I was dreaming about monster blood. You see, I can't stop thinking about it. I'll tell you what, something about Evan as a character is he, Evan and later Andy, Andrea, who comes back, they really speak their minds. You know what I mean? Yes. And they say all these things I would not be saying. Well, that's why I wanted to read some of the dialogue that Evan and, Miss, and Mr. Murphy ha- had with each other. And uh, so so Evan has said, like, I was dreaming about Monster Blood. I can't stop thinking about it. And Mr. Murphy says, Evan, please. And Evan, and Evan screams, Monster Blood is real. <laughs> and Mr. Murphy says, Evan, I am a science teacher. You don't expect a science teacher to believe that you found a can of sticky green gunk in a toy store that makes things grow and grow. Yes, I do, Evan insisted. Maybe a science fiction teacher would believe it, Mr. Murphy replied, grinning in his own joke. Not a science teacher. Well, you're dumb, Evan cried. <laughs> what? What on earth? And then, uh, you know, Mr. Murphy reels from that, his pink face darkened until it looked like a red balloon. And he says, Evan, you're a new student here. Isn't that right? And Evan says, yes, my family just moved to Atlanta this fall exposition. And Mr. Murphy says, well, perhaps you're not familiar with the way things work here. Perhaps at your old school, the teachers liked it when you called them dumb. Perhaps you called your teachers ugly names all day long. Perhaps. No, sir, Evan interrupted. It just slipped out. (laughs) All the students laugh. It's ridiculous. It's such expository dialogue. It's unrealistic. It's kind of funny. It was kind of a blast to read. And so Mr. Murphy has this hamster, Cuddles. An orange hamster, carrot colored, <laughs> who lives in, you know, a fucking cage. Yeah, in a fucking cage in the classroom. <laughs> and Evan is constantly getting detention and getting in trouble. And, and his punishment, punishment is to clean the Cuddle's cage. And so because, you know, Evan just calls his teacher straight up dumb in class. He's like, you's going to be cleaning out Ev- Ev- Cuddles' cage tonight, Evan, or after class or whatever. He says, that he's, a, that's, he's like, that's your, your punishment. And Evan r- retorts back, I hate Cuddles. I hate that stupid fat hamster. And th- can I just read what happens here? Yes. After Evan screams, I hate Cuddles to Mr. Murphy's face, as everyone's stared in amazed horror, Evan ran over to the cage, pulled open the door, and grabbed Cuddles up in one hand. Then, with an easy, graceful motion, he flung the hamster across the room and out the open window. What? Being of chapter three, Evan knew he was having another daydream. He didn't jump up screaming and throw the hamster out the window. He only thought about it. Everyone thinks about doing crazy, wild things once in a while, but Evan would never do anything that crazy. Instead, he said, okay, Mr. Murphy. <laughs> what? Part of why I love Goosebumps so much. I know. Outrageous. Now that I'm saying it out loud, this book is more fun, the less seriously you take it. You know, in fifth grade, in Mr. Friel's class, in fifth grade, we had a hamster whose name I can't remember now. Yeah. uh, Who died. But um, before he died, we, it was that type of hamster that- Lily? Lily, I think it was. Yeah. Lily was that hamster that would- I never forget a hamster. (laughs) Would roll around in it when when hit her little ball during class. How distracting is that? I don't know. I love it. But we used to take uh, Lily out of her hamster bowl and toss her up in the air. We'd catch her, though. And then she died. So Anyway. So anyway. So Evan doesn't have it that easy in his life, basically. So Mr. Murphy is a super huge bully as a teacher, but there's There's also another bully named Conan. Or is it Conan? Listen, okay, you guys. So... 
There is no corresponding TV episode for Monster Blood 2. However, However, there is a TV episode that is a sequel to the Monster Blood TV episode called More Monster Blood that takes place on a plane. It is truly spectacularly bad. And we're going to talk about it a little we bit will. later. But Conan, this bully we're about to talk about, is, is, in that episode. is in that episode. But in the episode, they call him Conan. Everyone calls him Conan. No, except the the very first time they say his name, they say Conan. Well, I didn't hear that. And then they say Conan from now on. So let's just say Conan. I'm no, I hate calling him Conan. You want to call him Conan? Conan O'Brien. It sounds stupid saying Conan. Let's call him Conan. Well, no, let's call him Conan. Uh, but the people at school call him Conan the Barbarian because his last name's Barber. Conan Barber. Conan Barber is kind of a cool name. Yeah, Conan Barber sounds fucking stupid. Conan read a book Conan is 12 but he looks about 20 he's a huge athletic guy not bad looking with wavy blonde hair blue eyes and a handsome face oh whoever's describing this sounds like they have a big old crush on Conan Mm. So, apparently he beat up Evan on the playground a few weeks ago when Evan told him about monster blood. There's also, now that we're... Now that we're... Now that we're rereading these books, there is such bully culture in all of these books. Yes, so... Basically, every protagonist gets beats up, be, gets beats up all the time. They gets beats up the whole book. So... Uh, on the playground, I guess, Evan was telling people about monster blood, and Conan had come up to him and said, what are you talking about? And Evan's like, oh, this thing called monster blood, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then apparently, Conan just stared at Evan for a long time and said, we don't like wise guys down here in Atlanta. If we have any listeners from Atlanta, please tweet us or post on our Instagram and tell us whether or not you like wise guys. Thank you. So in the hallway after, you know, cut back to the present. In the hallway after Mr. Murphy has assigned Evan his uh, punishment to clean Cuddle's cage, Evan's like, I'm going to go to his locker to get some things before he comes back to clean Cuddle's cage. And in the hallway, Conan trips him. Uh. Oh, no. And Evan's like, hey, what do you talk? And Conan says... (sighs) Listen, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. How about you punch me in the stomach as payback as hard as you can? No, come on. It's cool. You can do it. And Evan's like, really? And she's like, sure. I shouldn't have tripped you, man. Punch me as hard as you can. So, so Evan punches him and he says, and it says, it, it feels like punching a concrete wall. Mm, Conan Crete. Conan doesn't even flinch. And right as this is happening. I'll tell you who does flinch. Mr. Murphy. Right as this is happening, Mr. Murphy calls out from behind Evan, says, hey, no fighting, and breaks them up and says, um, Evan, why did you just hit Conan? <laughs> Conan fakes that he's hurt. He's like, ow. Ow, my tum-tum. He hate me. And Mr. Murphy is pissed and says, Evan, you better go take care of cuddles. And you better go take care of cuddles. All of a sudden, he's an angry candy cane. We don't like wise guys down here in Atlanta. So Evan has to go back and clean Cuddles' cage. And as he's cleaning Cuddles' cage, he has some some. I there are some things I want to read. Okay. Evan gazed into the metal cage at the brown and white creature. Why do people think hamsters are cute, he wondered. Because they wrinkle their noses? Because they run around and around on wheels like total jerks? (laughs) Because they're cute little buck teeth? I thought that was funny. I love how Cuddles is brown and white now, but later it says he's orange. Run around like little jerks. 
So Evan starts to clean out Cuddle's cage, and as he goes to get some sunflower seeds, because Cuddles loves him some sunflower seeds. But when he comes back with the sunflower seeds, he sees that he's accidentally let the, left the gate open. This whole next sequence doesn't the really make, it make sense. The cage open. It doesn't. Cuddles escapes. So basically, escapes. Cuddles escapes from the cage somehow. And Evan finds him... Like, on the chalkboard, like yeah. on the little sill on the chalkboard, chewing on chalk. Ew. How did he get up there? How, doesn't he go from the, the, the chalkboard out the window? No, he jumps off the chalkboard, runs around the room, and then jumps out the window. That makes a lot of sense. Cool. So this is one acrobatic hamster. So the next like seven chapters are Evan chasing after Cuddles. Yes, Cuddles. He jumps out the window following Cuddles. He's on the first floor, so it's no big deal. Falls him across a baseball diamond onto the baseball diamond. Evan's screaming, has anyone seen Cuddles? Here's the thing. And people just laugh at him. Isn't Catching a hamster should not be that difficult, right? I don't know. It sounds tricky to me. If they're running real fast... Maybe, I guess. To me, it doesn't sound like it'd be that hard. Well, try being 12 and doing that. Okay. So, low hand behold, someone says, is this what you're looking for? And it's Conan. Conan has found Cuddles, is holding him in his hand, and says, oh, you're looking for this? Do you have a license for him? Uh, Show me your license. Show me the receipts. Diane, do you know? Do you know? No, what is it? Diane, tell me. Do you know? It's scary, Sam. I can believe what you what you feel. I can believe that. But do you really know? Do you really know? No, you know. Thank you. I want to see the receipts from the drug dealer that I bought $730,000 worth of drugs from. I want to see receipts. Show me the receipts. Do you? Conan says, um... I'll give you back cuddles if you sing row, row, row your boat for me. <laughs> the people in the playground have gathered around are all laughing at Evan at this point. I love it when people sing row, row, row your boat and around. Row, row, row your boat gently row, down row, the stream. Row, row, row your boat gently merrily, down the stream. Merrily, merrily, life merrily, is merrily, but a merrily, dream. merrily, life is but a dream. Oh, that was terrible. Mr. Murphy shows up. And, of course, again, this is the second time this happened in about 10 minutes, by yeah. the way. And Conan says, I rescued Cuddles. Evan let him get away. And Mr. Murphy says, I'm disappointed in you, Evan. Evan goes to his locker tr- and decides he's just going to trudge his way home. And he's disappointed and sad in his life. And I'm really disappointed in you, Katie. Oh. And on his way back to his house, he's tackled to the ground by someone screaming, no. Hey, you! What are you doing out there? And it's Andy. Hey, Andy. Remember Andy from the book, the first book? Andrea. 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 You guys, I can't wait to talk about what Andy wears in this book. This is what she's wearing. <sighs> okay. A sleeveless magenta shirt. Over yellow shorts with yellow sneakers. Think about it. It's my favorite outfit of hers that she wears the whole book. Because they's about to get real tacky. And this is coming from someone who's real tacky. Matthew has uh, black leather shorts. I do. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, it says that. It says that Andy loves bright colors and that she didn't dress like other girls Evan knew. Mm-mm. So we get some real exposition here. Andy says uh, 
Evan's like, what are you doing here? And Andy's like, oh, you're surprised that I'm here? I've been sending you letters. I've been sending you letters for weeks that my parents went overseas for a year and they're sending me to Atlanta to live with my aunt and uncle for a year, just three blocks away from you. <laughs> Evan's like, I remember those letters that you sent me. I'm just surprised to see you literally right now. And Atlanta's they- the place to be. We don't like wise guys in Atlanta. And they talk, and she's going to start school on Monday. And Evan's like, oh, I'm so glad you're joining school. That'd be pretty cool, but things kind of suck. Nobody uh, believes me about monster blood. And she's like, of Duh. course they don't believe you. And he says, well, maybe since you're going to be at school, you can tell everybody monster blood, monster blood is real. And they'll believe him. They'll yeah, believe right. me. Yeah, right. And she says, well, you know what? I have something better. I brought something with me to Atlanta. Meet me after school at that little park over there. And then she runs off. And Evan's like, I wonder what she possibly could (laughs) have brought. What could it be? So now we get to the next chapter of Monster Blood 2. And (laughs) Evan's having nightmares that night about his dad eating monster blood. Oh, wow. This This sequence actually really frightened me. Why don't you read it? Tonight he dreamed that his dad had eaten a glob of it, Monster Blood. Now Mr. Ross wanted to go to his office, but he had grown too big to fit in the door. You're in trouble now, Evan, Mr. Ross bellowed, making the whole house shake. Big trouble. Big trouble. The words stuck in Evan's mind. He sat up in bed and tried to shake away the dream. I just think it's frightening, the idea of like an angry dad growing, screaming, you're in big trouble. Sure, totally. That's all. So it's cool. The next day, Conan ties Evan's shoelaces together and he trips. Uh Uh-huh. Cuddles is terrified in his cage and can't stop shaking all day because of his traumatizing event that he experienced last, you know, yesterday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And Conan also pours water in Evan's seat, so he sits down in the wet puddle. Oh no, my wet fanny. It's, <laughs> it seems like this is the only class that Evan has. Yeah, he only takes science class. He only takes science class all day. With there's only Conan. two people in the school too, Mr. Murphy and Conan. Well, there's also uh, Conan's friend Biggie Malik, but we'll get there. Yeah, we will. So after school, Evan goes to park, goes to the park to meet Andy. And Andy is... Sunny in the park with Andy. And Andy is wearing, you guys, a bright blue t-shirt over lime green short shorts. Ooh, woo! That's it? Yeah, that's it. So conservative that day. Uh, Not coming up, though. I know. She's a little paper bag, and it turns out... um, Surprise, surprise. She brought Monster Blood with her in a little paper bag. Basically, her outfit matches Monster Blood because Monster Blood comes in a blue can that says Surprising Miracle Substance and the inside is green. Cool. She says, but don't worry, it's empty. Evan's like, I'll see about that. Opens the top of the can and gasp, it's half full. Oh, no. And he's like, I swear, I swear it was empty. Well, maybe a tiny bit was still in there. There must have been a tiny speck down at the bottom of the can. Now it's growing and growing again. And Andy's like, but that's cool. We can show the kids at school and everyone will believe us. She said, you know what we should do? Oh, we should put some in Conan's lunch. Lol. And Evan says, yeah, right. Conan is big enough as it is. And he says, don't you remember how dangerous it is? They ha- we have to get rid of the monster bud. Let's throw it in the crick. No, then how? And then guess who show up? The only other person in school besides Biggie Smalls. It's Conan. And he says, I know how to get rid of it. Give it to me. Give it to me. And he's implying the paper bag. He's overheard only part of the conversation. Give me that paper bag. And Evan's like, ooh, what? And Conan says, yeah, that's, um, that's my paper bag. You see, I dropped it here. And Evan says, you dropped an empty paper bag? And Conan says, it isn't empty. Uh, I saw you put something in it. I know you did. Give it to me. Give it to me. And Give Conan- it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, no one's gonna show me how. Give it to me. 
Conan grabs it and it is empty. What? Oh. And he says, oh, I guess I made a mistake. And he says, let's shake hands to say no hard feelings. Now, this is a thing that Conan pulls a few times in the book where he's like, let's shake hands. And then Daniel, he shakes his hand and squeezes it. And several times in the book, you hear bones snap and crunch. And then his hand is left just like a, a raw slab of pink hamburger meat. I want to talk about this. Because- oh, oh, I should have waited for the princess to bring up the part about the handshake. <laughs> oh, excuse me. What I was going to say is that throughout the book, I wrote down the description, and I put them in bold in my notes. Oh, wow. Description of how Evan's hand looks after a handshake. Uh Uh-huh. After this first handshake, apparently it looks like a slob of rap. A slab of... mm -hmm. A slob rab hamburger? (laughs) A slab of raw hamburger. Uh Uh-huh. That sounds pretty dangerous It sounds good. La liaison dangereuse. Oh, la llorona. Zut and then Conan runs off, and Andy's like, oh, where's the monster blood? And Evan said, I <laughs> Evan said, I dropped it behind my back when Conan wasn't looking. And they pick it up and they realize, oh no, it's growing. I could have told you that. And they decide, let's just bury it under a tree. Okay. Thank you. Now here's a I was gonna say stupid, and I'm gonna stick with that. Okay. A stupid subplot with Evan's dad. Well, you're dumb. With Evan's dad. <laughs> and Yeah, I'll go with stupid for this, too. He gets home, um, and Evan's dad is building one of his metal sculptures in his garage. You know, I don't remember what Evan's parents did in the first book, to be completely honest. Couldn't tell ya. But I guess this is his dad's random-ass job. His dad takes scraps of metal and makes, in quotes, art. And right now, he's making one called Autumn Leaf. Uh-huh. And apparently, the garage is just filled with scraps of metal, yep. including one sculpture, which I cannot, for the life of me, visualize this. This is... Not, th- yeah. One that is a huge, apparently, aluminum cylinder resting on a wooden base called the wheel. And I pictured, like... I don't know. Why is it called Autumn Leaf? The, the one called Autumn Leaf? The one he's making. The one that he's making is called Autumn Leaf because it's ripped up metal that looks like leaves. Oh, okay. Then call it Autumn Leaves. <laughs> the one I was just talking about right now is a huge aluminum cylinder resting on a wooden base called the wheel. Yeah. And uh, I don't get it. Well, the good news is it was accepted into the annual arts competition at Evans School, and it's going to be at the auditorium. Um, cool, Dad. So the next day, Evan is trying out for the basketball team. Because he wants to be humiliated more. And he's late because he has to take care of Cuddles because now he has to take care of Cuddles every day after school. So, you know what I was thinking? It's such a missed opportunity to not have Cuddles in the Goosebumps movie. It's a huge missed opportunity. You know what I mean? It's a crying shame, I think when fact. most people listen to this, maybe the Goosebumps movie will be almost out or will have come out, but Dan and I have already seen it. We saw it months and months ago. Whatever. We're not al- exactly allowed to talk about it yet, but I will say it's a missed opportunity that Cuddles is not in the movie. I know. And Monster Blood. I know. I cannot believe Monster Blood's not in it. I know. It's ridiculous. Sorry to give that away for some folks. I mean. Um, but it's not. Yep. It's not in the movie. So then you won't have the expectation that it's there. Yeah. There are a lot of other fun monsters in there. Yeah, like four of them. And um, (laughs) so (laughs) the movie's a total blast. I can't wait to see it again. So uh, he runs into the gym for, he's late. And Mr. Murphy's uh, the basketball coach. Yeah, of course he is. 
And as there's soon as he runs, he, there's just one. He runs as soon as he runs to the gym. He hears "think fast" and gets hit in the face, and everything goes to black. Uh huh. And of course, Conan's trying out for the basketball team. He threw yeah. a basketball at his face. I think who's crying out? It's Conan, Biggie, and Evan. Yes. Uh, and when Evan comes to, he says his nose feels like a lump of mashed potatoes. That sounds pretty serious. I think you should have that looking at. So uh, the tryout goes terribly. And Conan and Biggie Malik make it really hard for Evan. And at one point, you guys, uh, Conan drops the ball and instead picks up Evan and dunks him into the net. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. And Mr. Murphy has to get a ladder to get Evan down because Evan's stuck in the net. And Mr. Murphy says, you know what, Evan? You just aren't tall enough for the basketball team. And Conan says, hey, man, no hard feelings. Let me shake your hand again. So Evan willingly um, puts out his hand, and Conan shakes it and crunches it. And then Evan's hand looks like a wilted petunia. Hashtag wilted petunia. So later that day, they are chatting at the park at Andy and Evan, of course. And Evan's complaining about how it wasn't a fair tryout. What was Andy wearing? Andy was wearing... Get this, you guys. I had trouble with this one. Not because I don't like it, because I can't understand it. Andy was wearing a long lime green t-shirt over a day glow orange t-shirt pulled down over baggy blue shorts. She was wearing a long lime green t-shirt with a day glow orange t-shirt over it and then baggy blue shorts. No, she was wearing a long lime green t-shirt over a dayglow orange t-shirt oh. <laughs> pulled down over baggy blue shorts. Okay. Okay. You seen it, guys? I have a hard time seeing it, actually. Let's try see that. Try and see the wheel. So Andy says, let's try and t- let's teach Mr. Murphy a lesson. Yeah. Why don't we feed some monster blood to Cuddles only a little bit, and then we'll just, like, bury the rest. And it'll be hilarious. So they decide to go do it. And they go to dig up the monster blood. I think that's a terrible idea. It's terrible. They go to dig up the monster blood, but it's not there. Oh, oh, where is it? And they realize the only explanation is that Conan must have watched them do it. He must have. And he must have dug it up. And they decide they have to get back. They have to get it back from him. You know what we do? We have to break into Conan's house and get the monster blood back. That's the only rational thing. I'm 12. I have to break into his house. I'm going to have to break into his house. So the next part is where they break into Conan's house. Well, not yet. Uh, They they decide they're going to do that, but... They, the next day, we're at school. Oh. Evan sees Conan and Biggie at their lockers. And this is what Conan's wearing, you guys. Ooh. A tight blue muscle shirt and baggy faded denim jeans with enormous holes at the knees. Ooh. Fashion. Biggie is wear- has wavy brown hair down to his shoulders, and he's wearing a sleeveless white tee and tight-fitting black denim. Ooh, I would love to sit with them at lunch. Woo! Yes. Evan asks Conan, he says, did you take something from me? I think you did, and you need to give it back. It's dangerous. And Conan says, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't take anything from you, but I can help you look for it. Is it in here? And then shoves him in his locker. Poor Evan, stuck in his locker until two girls walking by laughing have to get him out of his locker. He's stuck in his locker and is banging trying to get out, and two girls are like, ah, we'll let you Guess out. Guess what? He's late to Mr. Murphy's class, and you know what his punishment is? Cleaning Cuddles' cage and cleaning the chalkboard and the test tubes. 
I've had it. I've had it. We're breaking into Conan's house tonight. So that Justice. night, Andy and Evan sneak into Conan's house. They, they're going to sneak into his house. And as they're about, they're walking toward his house. And as they're walking in they he, toward it, they hear barking. And then a huge dog comes running towards them and oh attacks no, them. Conan has a guard dog. Oh no. Oh no, wait. It's, it's just Tigger. It's just little Trigger. Little Cocker Spaniel Trigger. And they say, oh, he must have followed us. What? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Trigger, what do you mean? Followed you all the way to Conan's house? What? Put him on a leash. Who is watching Trigger? Wow. Doesn't way to make go, any Ross sense. Family. So they just leave Trigger, decide to try the front door. Sure. It's locked. They decide to try the back door. It's locked. But, but then they see a little bit of a window open by the kitchen. So two 12-year-olds sneak into someone's house. When God closes a door, he opens up a window. Yes. Henny. Yes, God. So they break into the house, go upstairs. Who do they think they is? Harriet the Spy? They go up to the to the first bedroom. Do you remember the, one time we played Harriet the Spy? Yeah, and we got caught. We did? I got caught. I didn't get caught. One time Dan and I dressed up as Harriet the Spies and we snuck into people's houses. We did? I snuck into someone's house. What do you mean? Some woman, we went in her backyard and her back door, well, okay. Her back door was open, no pun intended, and I went inside the house, and she was on her phone in the kitchen, and I stood in the kitchen with her while she was on the phone. She didn't turn around, and I got scared, and I left the house. Wow. So you're basically Evan and Andy. Yeah, that's where I got it from. Wow. Wow. I I never knew that. You got in trouble? I didn't get in trouble. I just remember spying on our mother, Rosemary, and our Aunt Janny. Really? I was on the balcony that was above the living, the family room or whatever. Yeah. And I was um, crawling on my elbows and knees with my (laughs) notepad, and I was just taking notes of what they were saying, and they saw me up there. Oh. And I went into my room, shut the door, sat against it, cried, and I repeated to myself, a good spy never gets caught, a good spy never gets caught. (laughs) Guess you're a really bad spy. Um, but I did go make a tomato and mayonnaise sandwich. I can't help it if I know what I like. And I, and know, I know that, that I, I like tomato. tomato. Mom, I can't help it if I know what I like. And I know that I like tomato. So they figured the first bedroom at the top stairs must be Conan's. I know it is. They turn on the light and it turns out it is because it's filled with trophies and a Michael Jordan poster and lol, a teddy bear. He sleeps with a teddy bear? Lol. They find the monster blood real quick like. It's just right there next to some tennis trophies and it's bubbling over the top it's growing evan tries to push it back down um but it grabs his fingers and starts to suck his fingers in real good and now slow. the next sequence really makes me laugh and i i dog-eared this page because okay so i guess what happens is the parents were somewhere and conan was somewhere different right yes so conan walks in and says i'm home and then his parents walk in at the same time from somewhere else and say, we're home too. It was a woman's voice, probably Conan's mother. I think it's so funny, the idea of these, the parents somewhere random and Conan somewhere else. They both walk in going, I'm home. And then they say, we're home too. Like announcing like, we're home if anyone's upstairs. I feel like the parents were like waiting behind some um, fake wall and the stage manager standing there going, go, 
Yeah. <laughs> and they walk in and they say, <clears throat> oh, we are home nows. Yeah. And so Evan and Andy are basically fucked because Conan comes running upstairs. So what they do is they decide to crawl out the big window in Conan's bedroom. And there is a little concrete ledge on the outside of the window. Evan takes one side. Meanwhile, the, the monster blood is still sucking on his fingers like it's grandma's teat. Yeah. And there's, a, I don't know. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. It just came out. Yeah. And they are... And that little tub of monster blood is just stuck to Evan's fingers. We don't have time to worry about that right now. We don't now. have time. So they crawl out. Evan goes on one side. Annie goes on the other side. And they just shove their, bo- their backs up against the wall. Let the bodies hit the wall. And they hug it. And Andy's afraid of heights. And Conan comes in, doesn't notice that the light's already Starts on. Starts listening to loud rap music and tunelessly singing along with it rap music. I'm going to go as a rap singer. What about you, Max? What are you supposed to be? A rap singer. Oh. Well, your hat should be on sideways, shouldn't it? Say Halloween! Halloween! That's so funny to me. And they realize that Trigger's still there, out front, and is barking at them because he sees them standing on the ledge. Oh no, Tigger's gonna give us away. Stop it, Trigger, Evan whispers. Conan pokes his head out the window and says, hey, what's going on? Poke it out like your back broke. And then Evan starts to fall. No. But then he catches himself. Oh, that's pretty good. And before Conan can look to his left, look to his right. Everybody look left. Everybody look right. Something, something, something. Standing in the spotlight. Not yet. So Evan's, uh, sorry, Conan's mom screams, Conan, come downstairs. Come down and have your cake and ice cream. Richard, Angela. You said you want you were dying for dessert. He want that cake, 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 and he immediately leaves and they sneak back inside and they start they're like we got to get out of here they start to creep downstairs when all of a sudden they so he- i creep yeah, it's beta the Danlu. God damn, let's keep going. let's keep moving. So they creep downstairs, and as they're going downstairs, they hear Conan's dad say, "Go get your math book. I want to see the homework you had trouble but with." But daddy, I want my ice cream and cake. So. Andy and Evan freeze, and all of a sudden, Conan's mom says, Conan, don't go now. Get the book later. Let the boy have his cake and ice cream. And Mr. Barber says, fine, fine. He can show me the book later. Uh Uh-huh. I'm home. That's how people speak. We're home. And they immediately run out of the house, and they run all the way home, and Trigger follows them, of course. And as soon as they get home, Evan says, Andy, help me me get this monster belt off my fingers. And she pulls with all of her might. Oh, no, it's stucked. And she pulls and pulls, and then it comes off with a thick pop. And he, he says, pop. oh, no. Six. Six. Uh-uh. And his fingers are wrinkled and... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And pruny. And they say, we have to bury it. And then he says, I promise I will. And he says, bury it. Do you promise? And Andy says, I will, I promise. So the next day, Evan goes to school. And when he gets to school, he sees that Cuddles has grown to the size of a rare bit. Oh no, Welsh rare bit. 
And Mr. Murphy says, it's all your fault, Evan. You've been overfeeding him. I think this is so fucking stupid because the hamster's literally... The size of a rabbit. Oh, so I've been feeding him so much that his bones grew? He says, we need to... You're a science teacher. He says, you need to stay after school so we can discuss Cuddles' diet. You teach science. And during class, Evan can't help but notice that Cuddles seems to be growing and his eyes are as big as marbles. And he keeps rattling the cage when he gets water, almost knocking it over and he's breathing noisily. It's kind of like he's had monster blood. And Evan's like, I've got to find Andy. I know she fed him monster blood. I've got to find him right after school. That bitch. So... Fuck you, Andy. He's running out and he runs into Conan, of course. Evan says, I don't have time for this right now. And Conan says, hey, actually, you know what? No hard feelings. (laughs) And goes to shake his hand again, you guys. Evan shakes his hand. He crunches his hand. And he says, after the shaking, his hand looks like a sad lump of soft red clay. Shake it off. So later, Evan, I guess, instead of going to find Andy, just calls Andy that night. And she doesn't answer. He has more nightmares about trigger-eating monster blood chasing the mailman. And he can't sleep. And he goes, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up really early. I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. And I run to school to see if Cuddles has grown even more. So this, he, this, part, this, car, this part really kind of creeps me out. So he runs, runs, runs to school in the morning real early. And he gets to the classroom and he can't see Cuddles. Where is Cuddles? Where is he? And then he realizes he can't see Cuddles because Cuddles is literally as big as the cage. His black eyes the size of a jar lid. And Cuddles is grunting and groaning and trying to use his pink paws and big teeth to push the metal wires apart. Gross. And tear himself out of the cage. Gross. Sick. Cut to Evan telling Andy about it at the park. Yeah. What's Andy wearing? She's wearing a bright red sleeveless t-shirt over white denim jeans and yellow sneakers. Okay. Sure. And Andy's like, what did you do? And Evan says, I got a dog leash from the supply closet and tied cuddles to Mr. Murphy's desk and then just skipped class. (laughs) And I was like, wait, wait, you skipped the whole school day? Uh, He only takes science class. So he skipped the whole school day? Yeah. He said, uh-huh. yeah, and then I just came to the park. You just came to the park and sat at the park all day? It sounds nice. He's had a stressful life. Yeah. And he says, um, I can't believe you, were, you weren't there, though, because people were losing their minds over cuddles. She says, Mr. M- Mr. Murphy was upset at first, but then he got over it and then became proud of how big m- Like it cuddle. was a prize pampkin. Don't pick up pampkins by their stems. It's like, he, he's my blue ribbon winner. And she said people were feeding him whole carrots all day and that he was making this growth swallowing sound. (laughs) And Evan's like, why did you do it? Why did you feed him monster blood? And Andy says, to give you a laugh. It was just a goof. I wanted to play a prank. It's hilarious. And Evan says, it's not hilarious. And he said, we've got to stop. We've got to stop cuddles from growing. Maybe there's something in the can that says how long it'll last. Maybe there's an antidote or a way to reverse it. And we're like, no. We know Um, that. Hello. Read the first book. Read the first book, Evan. Don't you remember? There's nothing that can stop. Remember your life? So the next morning they go to school together and Andy has to change because she finds a spot on her jeans. No. And is this where she's wearing the red and black striped vest? So she changes her clothes and this is what she's wearing, you guys. Uh A red and black striped vest. Called it. Over a yellow t-shirt. Oh. Pulled down over pale blue shorts. Fucking primary colors. And Evan says, did you leave out a color? And Andy says, (laughs) "Um, it suits my personality. And Evan goes, well, your personality is late, bitch. (laughs) And he's like, we've got to get to school. I'm freaking out about how big cuddles might be. And they walk up to school, you guys, and they hear glass crashing from the side of the building, shouts and voices filled with alarm. And guess where it's coming from? 
the science room. And Mr. they get to the science room, and Mr. Murphy is fending off a huge Cuddles. Huge. Taming him with a wooden chair. And T- Cuddles is almost 10 feet tall, with black watery eyes the size of soccer balls. Now, this, the, the rest of this book is absolutely completely ridiculous. And I know these are like children's books with fantasy stuff in them, but you have to throw out anything that's remotely realistic. Like, throw it straight out the window. We're throwing it out right now. So Cuddles is like growling and batting his, batting his big pink paws in the air. 10 feet tall. Don't know how he fits in the classroom don't know how he fits and cuddles grabs the wooden chair pulls it away from mr murphy and starts chewing it to pieces splinters raining down the sound of a lumberjack's axe biting into a tree oh that's pretty cool and Andy says this is all our fault and evan goes like yeah well it's your fault but um i have an idea wait i have an idea i have an idea so mr murphy d- tries to tempt cuddles with sunflower seeds but then evan remembers that his dad's sculpture the wheel is in the auditorium and if they can just get cuddles to run around on the wheel maybe he'll lose all the weight and he'll go back to his normal size seriously you guys now keep in mind if this wheel let's this wheel really exists in the auditorium and if cuddles is 10 feet tall so this wheel is going to have to be at least 20 feet tall yes so evan and andy drag the wheel into the science classroom from the auditorium that makes sense right yep so uh somehow they get it down there i don't know and they say good thing it's on wheels it's so heavy that's the one line that our allstein gives us yep the wheel is on wheels it is. <laughs> I know. I love it. So when they get back, there's now there's a crowd of students and teachers trying to fight cuddles. And doesn't Mr. Murphy goes like, I tried calling the police, but they just laugh, saying there's no such thing as a big old hamster. It's you true. Joker. Yes. And meanwhile, his Mr. Murphy's desk has been f- smashed flat. So they put the wheel in the middle of the room. Somehow it fits in the room. Cuddles sees it and they goes towards it. Yes, he's going to start running and on it. And then he'll lose all the weight. Trash. And But instead he starts biting it. And pulls it apart, holds it in his paws, and twists it with his teeth, and tosses it toward the window, and it shatters into a thousand pieces. Then Cuddles has a taste for something else. Something a little bit more soft and pink, like Conan the Barbarian. Can we just talk about the the sculpture shattering into a thousand pieces, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And crashing. How is that possible? I don't know. In a tiny science classroom? And why are people still in the classroom? Couldn't tell you. He picks up Conan, and Conan starts screaming, Help! Mommy! Mammy! Help! Mammy! Mammy! Please! Uh, Cuddles starts tossing Conan from paw to paw and licking his face. Yeah. Evan has another idea. I got an even better idea. Let's go back to my locker. I'll get the monster blood, and then I'll eat some of the monster blood, and then I'll grow to be bigger than Cuddles, and then Cuddles will remember that I'm a human and he's a hamster, and then that and then will I'll save stuff, the day. And I'll stuff Cuddles into the supply closet and lock the door. Oh, really? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. You're going to stuff a 10-foot-tall hamster into the supply closet? So, in case you were wondering what monster blood tastes like, you kind of get your answer here. Because... Evan goes to his locker, which is bursting, bursting with flavor, bursting over. And, and it literally out. bursts open and covers Evan in a tidal wave of monster blood, sucking him in. And Andy grabs him and pulls him out. And he's like, well, I still got to eat it. And it tastes lemony. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. I had a dream, a daydream. I uh, had a dream. I An Evan daydream that we would have made lemony lime green jello for while, and eat this while we were recording. But I didn't do it. Oh, that sounds really good. We'll have to do it some other time. Maybe Monster Blood 3. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. It's only in about nine books. Do you promise? I promise. So he starts eating eating the hunks of monster Here's blood. Here's the thing. I mean, like, I know this is a completely ridiculous book, and there's, like, six pages left. Um, but 
if Evan is going to grow to be bigger than Cuddles, it ain't going to take a minute because Cuddles, it took him like three days to grow that size. It took him like, yeah, a day and a half to grow that size. Yeah. Maybe more. But so he immediately starts growing, growing bigger and bigger as he runs down the hall towards the science room. And once he gets in there, he pulls Conan out of Cuddles' paws and just gives him a stare down. And he's like, why am I not growing more? I need to be bigger than Cuddles, but I'm the size of Cuddles. So Cuddles picks him up and throws him to the ground and they start wrestling. Yeah, so Giant Evan starts wrestling a giant hamster in a science classroom where there's shattered pieces of metal everywhere, completely broken glass and shards of wood everywhere, while Mr. Murphy and a bunch of students are screaming. And Cuddles ends up pinning him down and opens his big mouth. A wave of hot, sour breath comes over Evan. and oh, he's no. Waits. Sourball. He waits as Cuddles starts to eat him. No. And then we hear a pop. pop. They're always popping their cork. And it's the sound of a cork flying off a bottle. And... Evan opens his eyes and realizes he's back to normal size. What? Where's Cuddles, though? Oh, there's Cuddles. He's back to normal size, too. And he's huddling up against the wall. And Evan just picks him up. And they're like, how is this possible? And Andy goes, oh, wait. I just saw something on the can I've never seen before till just now. It's an expiration date. The expiration date on the can is today. So Mr. Murphy cheers for Evan, puts his arm around him, and says, Hey, you ever thought about trying out for the wrestling team? Uh, and everything, I guess everything's fine. I guess everything's completely fine. So that night at dinner, Evan is celebrating, and Andy comes over for dinner, and he and his parents, everyone talk about their crazy day. And they're laughing about monster blood, and she has a big, she, well, she shows up with a big brown envelope, and she says, My parents sent me something from, Euro- from Europe, and you won't believe what it is. And as soon as she says that, Mr. Murphy shows up at the front door ding dong ding dong ditch and he says i want to reward reward i want to reward you i want to reward you for this being, makes no for sense. being a hero and he shows up with and, and it turns out he has cuddles in a cage it and says, he goes here i think you should have cuddles because that makes sense so i know how fond you've become of cuddles it's a token for how grateful i am and then leaves immediately so evan stuck with cuddles what so um, Evan takes Cuddles upstairs. They go back to the living room and no, the, he doesn't take Cuddles upstairs. Oh, wow. I know, important plot point. They go back to the living room and Andy says, that's crazy. You have Cuddles now, but let me show you what's in the envelope. It's a can of monster blood. Surprise, surprise. What about a box? Why would monster blood be in an envelope? I don't know. And he says, and she says, my parents saw it in an old toy store in Germany. In a funky old toy store. And decided to send it to me when they remembered how much fun I had with the other, with the old can. And Evan says, please don't open it. She says, well, I already did, but I, I just took a look and I'm not going to use it. I promise. I promises. So I th- love how in this world too, like everyone's parents know about monster blood. And even at dinner here with the Rosses, it's like, They're remember all- when, when the hamster ate monster blood today and attacked everyone and killed everybody? And they laugh and laugh and laugh. And then after dinner, Andy and Evan go back to the living room and they see that the door of Cuddles' cage is wide open and that the cage is empty. Now, this final line of this book, I have said, quoted all the time for the last, I don't know, since I read this book. Yeah. And for some reason, this used to get the give me the biggest kick and I would cackle like a little bitch when I would hear this line or say it and like we'd giggle. So right now I'm going to do that thing that I always do, listener, where I read the first paragraph and the last paragraph of the book. And the last sentence that I read is the last sentence of the book. Evan Ross backed into the corner of the den as he stared at his dog, Trigger. Cuddles, what are you eating, he cried. What are you eating? <laughs> yeah. I gave this book a D. A D. Yeah. 
Oh, that was Monster Blood 2, you guys. Let's quickly talk about Now, more if you guys want to see a truly terrible, terrible episode of TV, it's actually bad enough that it's enjoyable. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's actually... I know what you mean. And we watched it yesterday, or today, yesterday. Yesterday we watched it. This episode aired the same day as Monster Blood. They aired back to back. Oh, they did? Yes. And, uh, which was November 16th, 1996. And the original title of this episode was Flight Monster Blood. Okay. But they changed it right before to make it more Monster Blood. Oh, okay. And this is season two, episode 16. So... It starts right off with Evan telling um, three kids about Monster Blood on a plane. First of all, this plane, by the way, even when I was a kid watching this episode, I think this plane looks so unbelievably dated, and this looks like something from like the 80s or the 70s and not actually from the 90s. It reminds me of the Langoliers. You ever seen the Langoliers? I've seen some of the Langoliers. So it just, it just so happens that Evan is surrounded by kids that are kind of his age, and it's weird. They're like these weird archetypes of people that would never normally hang out with one another, and they're coming back from camp. It's like a pretty girl or something, a nerdy kid with allergies. Oh, no, he has allergies. And then Conan, who is not quite like the book description. He's more, um, you know, redhead freckles, like um, like sleeveless, you know, like leather vest. He's not really that threatening to me, personally. You know, with like, a, with studded wrist accessories. Like, he gays. Triggers on the plane, but he's underneath in some, like, cage or whatever. And the cargo hold, and we see immediately that there's a suitcase and there's monster blood pouring out of it. And, like, Evan is told told gorgeous girl and geeky kid. Curtis. Her her name's Julia. His name's Curtis. Julia Curtis and Conan, he's told them about monster blood. And And Conan's like, who wants to deal with this monster blood stuff? Me, 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 me. And Julia's like an artist and draws a picture of a giraffe and... Curtis is like, eat, drinks parsnip juice and tofu because he's allergic to everything. When we were at camp, all you eat was parsnip juice and tofu. It's really not that bad. And Conan's just like a real jerk. His name's Evan. This is Julia. And the Neanderthal is Conan. Watch Bozo. And throughout the flight, the... It, you know, the monster blood starts to grow and the pilot notices like a bump, like like the plane shakes. And yeah. he has one of the flight attendants goes down to check the mo- like the cargo hold. And this, and this guy, this, and it gets kind of violent, I guess. Monster blood literally just starts eating people on the plane, including eating a guy in this one of kind of frightening sequence where this fat guy goes to the bathroom and like goes to wash his face. But like it said, it's monster blood that comes out and then the monster blood literally eats him. Yes, he, this guy's washing his face and then... He go. He's washing his face, looking himself in the sink, and he reaches down for more water to splash his face, and it's big globs of gack. They flops onto his face, and there's no way he wouldn't notice that it's thick, floppy, goopy gack. Yeah. And he gets whenever the somebody gets eaten by monster blood, you don't see it. You just kind of see them zip out of frame, and you hear like a like a sound effect, yeah, like a warbly sucking sound effect. There's a moment where Conan's like teasing Curtis with an ant, like scares him with a tiny little ant. It doesn't make any fucking sense. He like throws an ant on him at one point. He's like, no, no. And we see the ant like, and it's a really close up shot of an actual ant like sucking on some monster blood. Yeah, and. So basically, people start to disappear. I will say the acting in this episode is truly terrible, except for, I think the flight attendant is so great. I I don't like her. In fact, I think she's so good that it pulls focus because everything she does and says is too grounded for the show. Maybe that's why I don't like her. Yeah. Um, Watch it. Tell us what you think. 
So people start disappearing. Well, what happens first is they notice that the guy's been in the lavatory for way too long. Yeah. And people are like, what's taking so long? And the flight attendant goes to check on him, opens the door, and there's nothing there except for his glasses. The glasses, their glasses on the ground, which is uh, a, a nod to, to the, 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 the monster blood, blood cover. Oh, I like that. Because there's glasses there. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. And... Uh, so she starts looking for the other flight attendant, and he has since been sucked into the cargo hold. She gets sucked into the cargo hold, and we all that's left are her shoes and some smoke. <laughs> like, what? Nothing about this makes any remote sense. Some guy complains about his computer going missing. Monster Blood has sucked the computer. And basically, all of a sudden, you see people just sitting in their seats getting sucked down below, and pretty much everyone's gone on the plane except for the Except uh, for Curtis, the four kids. Conan, uh, what's her name, Julie? Julia. Julia and Evan. And everyone else has been eaten. Like, what? And so then, like, Monster Blood... The special effects are a thin line between uh, almost kind of good to fantastically terrible. Yes. And the Monster Blood shows up at the end of, like, the, the long hallway. So they start, like, fi- like, this plane in the air, start fighting off Monster Blood by throwing things into it. And they learn that it's it responds to movement, like... A- it doesn't make any sense. It, I don't know. It responds to movements like a Jurassic Park thing. But then they also discover that it's allergic to, to airplane air, food. Lol. So when they throw airplane food at it, it like burps and throws it back up. In like this weird slow motiony kind of vomit thing that's incredibly dumb. So they realize they have to get the cart of like airline food, which is all the way to the other end of the plane. And Monster no. Blood's between them. So they go like, oh no, it responds to movement. Let's crawl in the overhead compartment all the way towards the back of the plane. And Curtis is like, I'm small enough. I'll do it. So he crawls all the way back there. I don't remember. And they get the car, and then they... Well, the, no, there's this moment where they they have to try and distract Monster Blood from the, the cart that's behind it. And so Julia takes, like, a blanket and is, like, treating it like a bullfighter. And she's like, hey, hey, over here. And they play, like, stupid Spanish music. <laughs> There's also some truly terrible lines in this episode. Like, what's the peanut butter line where she's like, I prefer the smooth rather than the chunky. Oh, yeah. He says, um, Evan's like, oh, this monster blood, last time was more runny. This time it's more blobby. And Julia says, I think I prefer the smooth to the chunky style. I thought it was deep runny. This time it's more blobby. I think I prefer the smooth to the chunky style. It's so bad. Oh, Conan gets eaten by it. Goodbye. And uh, they end up pushing the cart down the hall, the cart of the food, and it throws up everything. And then it throws up all the people, too. They basically just appear and they're slightly wet. And none of them, like, they're like, oh, oh, what happened? And there's also implied that there's this this old lady who's dressed, I think, to look a lot older than she actually is with headphones on, who, like, has slept through the whole thing, kind of. Yeah, and, like, he didn't, didn't eat her because she didn't move or something. I don't know. Trigger even shows up on the plane. Don't know how Trigger got up from the cargo hold back and well it's eaten by monster blood then monster blood had trigger and oh then threw okay monster blood. okay it still makes no sense so trigger comes running up so the flight lands and we have this gorgeous light 90s elevator music and we cut to a guy in a hazmat sh- suit showing up with the captain and the flight attendant they're improving about the, the flight attendant's like ad-libbing. i told you i told you sir it's monster blood and everybody's just talking about it like it's real and it's a thing. And then Conan Co- says... Conan to- puts his arm around Curtis and is like, Hey, man, thanks. I'd love for you to meet my family. And then Julia's like, Hey, Evan, um, here's my number. I know how it feels to be the new kid because he's flying to Atlanta or whatever. She's like, I know how it feels to be the new kid. Maybe we can uh, hang out sometime. It was the highlight of my summer. 
and whatever. So Evan's like, oh, wait, I forgot my jacket. So he runs back on the plane and goes to this little closet at the back of the plane, and he opens it, and it's a huge ant. It's a disgusting, giant ant with a little monster blood around it. And Evan screams and screams and screams, and that's the end. That's it. That's the end of flight monster blood. That's more monster blood. It's so unlike anything that would ever be in a Goosebumps book And it's 100% ever. not written by R.L. Stein. We were debating about whether we should include it because we want to stay really true to the books, you know? But it was a TV episode. There was Conan in it, so we thought we should at least talk about so it. So it's essentially monster blood to the TV episode, except it takes place in a plane and it's completely different. And they obviously couldn't do the cuddle stuff and the hamster stuff. Sure. Because all that stuff is impossible to do with a wheel and a giant hamster and things like that. Yes, I guess so. Well, that was our first sequel of the series. Woo! We're going to have more. Yeah, we have more. We have... Uh, Next time we have Deep Trouble and there's a, you know there's a Deep Trouble too. I love Deep Trouble. And then we have Return of the Mummy coming up too, which is the oh, sequel yes. to First of the Mummy Yes, soon. we do. There's a lot of really good stuff. Haunted Mask 2 eventually comes up and Night of Living Dummy 2. Yes. Oh, Night of Living Dummy 2 is one of my favorites. Yes. Deep Trouble's a really really good one too it's very different from anything we've read so far and it different is from the entire series. i'm excited to read it yeah it's really and really i hope good. you guys are excited to listen to it yeah too. thank you guys so much for tuning in um again please reach out to us tell us what you like tell yeah. us what you love tell say hi what, you, what makes you scream what makes you giggle we are gearing up because again if you're listening to this in september 2015 the goosebumps movie does come out next month and we're just going to be goosebumps crazy for yeah. a while yeah we'll definitely have a goosebumps movie review episode. we will hopefully we'll have a lot of stuff uh to do and talk about it's a good time to be a goosebumps fan you guys so thank you so much for listening and subscribing and joining yes us. yes and listen to next time to deep trouble if you dare cuddles what are you eating that's it that's what caused all of this damage what the heck is this stuff anyway told you captain Monster blood. I need a suit like this. <laughs> no germs. Yeah. Come on, Curtis. I want you to meet my family. Conan? Mm-hmm. What was it like being inside the monster blood? It's kind of like being stuck inside a giant nose. <laughs> Call me if you feel like it. I know what it's like to be a new kid in town. Thanks. Thanks for what, you know, what you did. Hey, was a highlight of my summer. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot my jacket. I'll, I'll be right back. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So then I go back, I call for the steward, and I get yeah. this green stuff in my hand. And the next thing I know... <sighs>